The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. This is the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. A hotel spotlight is brought to you by Pipestone Travel Store. Travelers shop here. See their website at pipestonetravelstore.com. And this week, instead of having a hotel feature, in honor of Remembrance Day yesterday, we're going to spotlight the Canadian War Museum in Ottawa. And to tell us more about that is Avra Gibbs-Lamy. She's the Senior Communications and Media Relations Officer for the Canadian War Museum. The website is warmuseum.ca. Hi, Avra. Hi, Randy. Uh, having me. I'm, I'm kind of chuckling here because I'm looking on the website, uh, warmuseum.ca, and it's uh, just telling me some background about how you moved into this new building in 2005. And I think the last time I visited the Canadian War Museum, it was called the Canadian Imperial War Museum. And it wasn't a new building, and it was before 2005, so I think I'm overdue for a visit. You must have some pretty swanky uh, new exhibits and artifacts there, I think. Well, let me tell you, after 12 years, it's maybe not as new as as all of that, but uh, certainly there is a big change from from the building when it was on Sussex, yes. Yeah, um, we have... Uh, Basically, the, the museum is set up so that there are uh, there's a special exhibition gallery, and we have a series of chronological sort of Canadian experience galleries that allow you to go through military history from sort of pre-conflict or pre-contact to present day. Um, we have Le Breton Gallery, which is the uh, area where we have open storage, where we have all the, the vehicles, the artillery, the tanks, the really large objects. Regeneration Hall, Memorial Hall. Um, I don't think it's anything like uh, like what uh, what it was back then, so I can't really comment. But yes, in the past year, um, we have uh, done a lot of work and added some new new artifacts and new information. So even if you have been in the last few years, it's definitely time to come back. Well, I would imagine you probably update it all the time, right? I mean, things go on, conflicts go on. We have the recently Afghanistan and those types of things. So uh, unfortunately, I guess uh, one can say it is being updated uh, all the time, right? Well, you'd be surprised. It actually took a while because the conflict in Afghanistan really only ended um, in 2014. So, and so you had to give a little bit of time in order to look back and be able to to construct a, a story out of out of the, or a history out of those mm-hmm. those experiences. And it was only um, this fall in September, actually, that we well we shut it down in Jan- we shut that last area down in January, and in order to completely redo um, kind of the section from the Berlin Wall to present day. So we now, as of September 20th, we have an entirely new section that covers Canadian involvement in operations in the Gulf War, Somalia, Rwanda, the former Yugoslavia, and and Afghanistan. So 
we are probably as up to date as we're going to be in uh, for now, mm-hmm. and I'm certainly um, always looking at what's going on and how these you know key involvement in conflicts can be incorporated mm-hmm. into future future changes. But it does take a while to plan um, and and put these things together, so it's certainly not instantaneous. So tell me what a typical tour would entail, and uh, you know, does it is it take all day to go through and see everything if you wanted to? Well, uh, I guess it all depends on how you want to visit the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, uh, we tell people who are coming to, I guess, check our website uh, and to see what what is coming up. You know, on the day that they're com- planning to come in, um, there are tours that they can book. They're usually about an hour long, and they you can cover different aspects of of the museum according to your interests. Um, we should tell people to spend about three hours so that they you know have time to take a tour, explore on their own. Uh, all depends on on um, how much you like to read, pay attention, because you can you can take a week and you know if you're reading everything and, and still mm. not get through it. Yeah, probably exactly. And again, uh, your website is warmuseum.ca. There's a lot of uh, information on there, including some of the uh, exhibitions, the special exhibitions you have. Uh, there's lots of different special exhibitions that you put on, right? Yeah, War Flowers is is an exhibition that was developed by a curator from Ramuski, Viveka Melki, who was inspired by um, uh, flowers that were in letters that were pressed, taken from First World War battlefields by uh, a soldier named uh, Cantley and uh, sent to his wee daughter Celia. So he pressed them in the letters and he sent to them, and somehow they managed to survive almost intact for a hundred years. Wow. And then she's taken those to create a very multi-sensory exhibition that kind of evokes um, memories and feelings and, and, and all kinds of things about the First World War. Um, that's ending in January. And then in 2018, uh, actually, uh, but we do have like some very exciting uh, exhibitions coming up. So um, in December, we are bringing in an exhibition that was developed by the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston called She Who Tells a Story. It's uh, uh, 85 photographs or 89 photographs taken by uh, 12 women photographers from Iran and the Arab world. So they're contemporary women who've been working in the field probably since the 80s, right up to the current day. The images are ranged from fine art to photojournalism. And really, I think that it's it was a, it's a an exhibition that in all, it's been to four other locations as well. This will be the first Canadian location, and um, it it really challenges visitors' sort of conceptions about what 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 the contemporary social landscape is in 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 the Middle East, mm-hmm. and sort of what the perception of of uh, of women and, and life is. So th- I think that'll be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are going to be showing uh, the um, an exhibition of works created by the most recent group of uh, civilian artists chosen to deploy with Canadian Forces. There's a program that uh, DND has called the Canadian Forces Artists Program. And so we, uh, this is the first of three sort of uh, biennales, so every two years, we'll be showing the the works created by the groups that go um, to uh, locations both in Canada and around the world where the Canadian forces are serving. Uh, we also have an exhibition in March coming from the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic called St. Louis, Ship of Fate, that uh, looks at the... Um, 
the story mm-hmm. about the uh, the 900 Jewish refugees who were denied entry to Cuba, United States, and Canada. Mm-hmm. So this is a really dark chapter, but we we had this exhibition, and we're we're very pleased to be able to show that. That'd be very um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have a our, our summer, I guess, big summer exhibition is uh, about armor. Um, I don't have a lot of details on that, but I think that it'll be looking at, we have a collection coming from Europe, and we'll be supplementing it with some contemporary examples of armor, both military and sort of pop culture, like, you know, how how hockey equipment is, you know, a form of armor, Um, you know, incorporating some of the, 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 the looks at armor, like, mm-hmm. you know, like Lego and their knights and all those kind of things. So I think that that would be a great exhibition for, for, for visitors in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, 2018 is the um, Marxist centenary of the end of the war, November 11, 1918. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we are... Uh, our uh, Tim Cook, who's our first World War historian, is curating, uh, co-curating an exhibition with Jack Grandstein, another well-known historian, called "The Last Hundred Days." So, and this is a series of uh, the last hundred days from August 8th to November 11th were a series of, I guess, possibly little-known battles to most people. I mean, when you think of the First World War, you don't, you don't, people don't necessarily know about Amiens and uh, and the Canal du Nord. But so, this exhibition will look at how. Um, you know, the Canadian Corps' role in spearheading many of these battles from in the last hundred days that that ultimately led, led to the end of the First World War. Mm-hmm. Lots of interesting stuff coming up in the, uh, in the, in the new year, the next Lots. year. <laughs> and I'm sure that's the way it always is. Uh, you can yep. check out all the details on warmuseum.ca. That's the website. And uh, Avra gibbs Lamy is the Senior Communications and Media Relations Officer for the Canadian War Museum. I thank you for your time, Avra. No problem. Thank you very much, Randy. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.